Yivamas, Perak Hay, Mishnah, Dalit 5-4. Now the Mishnah is continuing to do what it was doing before, and in fact it's actually picking up directly on the last sentence of the previous Mishnah, which had said, Achas Yivama Achas, Liyavam Echad, Ve'achas Te Yivamas, Liyavam Echad. The same principles are going to apply that we had said before, whether you have one Yivama or two Yivamas, one or two widows, um, that are available for Yivam or Chalitza to a given surviving brother. So now our Mishnah here, and Mishnah Dalit as well as Mishnah Hay, is going to play out uh, the, all the possible scenarios around that. So just so he keeps track of the structure here, um, we have these two Doraisa acts of Yibam and Chalitza, and we have these additional two rabbinic acts of Maimur and Get, which we're recognizing as being significant. So you have a total of four um, moves, if you will. And the Mishnah now in, in Mishnah Dalad will basically have case, I'll call it case one and case two. Um, case one is that you do Mimer to the first woman. Case two will be do, you do get to the first woman. Then the next Mishnah will have case three and four. You do Chalitza and Be'ila to the first woman. But there'll be like, a, in each of the cases, there'll be a 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D. In other words, we'll say for the first woman you did Mimer. And then we'll play out all four possibilities. You did Maimur to the first, and then you did to the second, either Maimur, or Get, or Baal, or Chalatz. And then we'll do 2A, B, C, and D, meaning again, it'll be, you did Get to the first woman, and then you did, after Get, either A gave another Get, or B, or Boel, or C gave Maimur, or C gave a Chalitza, and so on. That's the structure of this Mishnah, as well as essentially the next Mishnah. Okay, so the way to makes sense to the Mishnah in a straightforward way. This is not difficult, but I think it's not simple enough to follow if you're just, you know, jogging and listen to the recording or something. Um, just sit down, maybe with a pen and paper, and just make a note and just play these things through. Like within the previous Mishnahs, you basically have to do a two-time analysis. First, analyze the consequences of what's happening on a Doraisa level, and then you have to do the rabbinic overlay, and that will give you the answer to what has to be done to resolve each of these scenarios. So, now... Basically, you're set up for all the cases, all these, I'll call them 16 cases, right? one, two, three, four, each have an A, B, C, D, is going to be that you have these two brothers, Reuven and Shimon. Reuven had two wives, that's different than the previous case, so we'll call them Rachel and Leah, and then Reuven dies without any children, so Rachel and Leah both are um, awaiting Yibum or Chalitza from the surviving brother Shimon. So all the cases of our mission will be that Shimon first does something to Rachel, then something else to Leah, and they have to figure out how do we clean up this mess. So the Mishnah says, so again, it'll be case 1, A, B, C, D, will be first, the first step will be, and all four of these will be Mimer. So, Ketzad, how does this play out, like we said in the end of the previous Mishnah, that you have, the scenario we're describing here. So, Asa Mimer Bazu, if step 1, he gives the Mimer to Rachel, or Mimer Bazu, and he gives also a Mimer to Leah. What does giving a Mimer mean? It means he gives a, a ring or something to each one of them, one of the other, saying you'll be, I'll call it engaged to me, and we'll consummate the marriage subsequently. But once he gives Mimer to the first woman, that locks out the second one, because we're talking the Mimer is like, I don't know, half a marriage, like Kedushin. So that means the second woman is locked out, and there's no way to ever do even with her. And then when he goes and does Mimer with the second woman, that's going to rabbinically lock out the first one um, from Yibam as well. So therefore, Yibam's going to be off the table. So on a Doraisa level, these giving of the Mimer to the two women has no consequences whatsoever. Mimer is a rabbinic 
made-up thing. So on a Darius level, the Zika exists, and we need Chalitza or Yibum. Those are only two options. Rabbinically, we're saying Yibum's off the table. You can't be Miyabim the first, because you give Mamre to the second. You can't be Miyabim the second, because you give Mamre to the first. Therefore, your only possibility is Chalitza, to resolve the Darisa issue of the Zika. But in addition, since we're taking the Mimer seriously as like treating it, so to speak, kind of like a Kedushan, like a regular first stage of marriage, if you're a Mikdash, a woman, the only way to dissolve that relationship is through a get. A get is needed both, FYI, get is needed both to dissolve a stage one marriage, Kedushan, Erison, or a full-blown marriage that includes Nesuin and Chuppah, either or. So that being the case, you're gonna, the mission will then say, if you gave Mimer Asa Mimer Bazu, Mimer Bazu. So then, Srichos, they need Shnei Gitin. You need to give two Gitin, a get to Rachel to dissolve her Mimer relationship, rabbinically, another get to Leah to dissolve her Mimer relationship, rabbinically, and still Vachalitza, he, Shimon, will have to still do Chalitza with one of these two women to dissolve the Doraisa, to resolve, I should say, the Doraisa Zika that still exists so that um, both Rachel and Leah can marry whoever they want and get on with their lives. So that was 1A. So now we have 1B. Again, first step, Mimer, Bazoo. And then B is Veget Lazoo. So he gives Mimer to Rachel, and then he gives a Get to Leah. Again, peculiar. Why do that? It doesn't matter right now. But he did. So again, on a Doraisa level, the Mimer is meaningless, the Get is meaningless. So therefore, it doesn't change anything, and therefore we still have a Zika, that needs a resolution, and that would be either Yibam or Chalitza. But once he gives Mimer to the first one, Rachel... So that's like he's like kind of locked in. That's who he's going to be marrying, which means that now Leah is out. So there's no even with Leah. Once he gives a get to Leah, so that's like we consider it's like, as we said before in previous Mishnahs, it's almost as if he like married and divorced her. We'll take that seriously enough to kick in the lo yivne prohibition of no second chances in marrying these women. And if he, that being the case, since he gave the get to Leah, he no longer can marry Rachel. That takes Yibam off the table, which means that on a Doraisa level, nothing's been resolved. On a rabbinic level, we're saying Yibam's off the table for both women, and therefore the only option is Chalitza. Uh, but Chalitza won't be sufficient because there's still this, the Mimer, which is like the marriage that's happened to the first woman, Rachel, therefore she'll need a get, rabbinically need a get, to dissolve that relationship. So that means, as the Mishnah says, Tzricha get, first you give a get, to Rachel, to undo the Mimer. And then Vachalitza, you have to do Chalitza. In truth, either woman will be fine. You could do Chalitza with Rachel or Leah, but one needs a Chalitza to resolve the Doraisa issue of the Zika, and then they both can go free. Case 1C is Mimer. He does Mimer to Rachel. Bazu. Uvalazu. And then he sleeps with Leah, the other one. Again, a strange thing to do, but that's what he did. So now let's just... Analyze again. Midoraisa, what's happening? The mimer is meaningless, so that does nothing. But the be'ila, by sleeping with Leah on a Doraisa level, that's good old-fashioned yibum. And now they're married. And that's a Doraisa marriage. They are married Midoraisa, that's yibum act. And if it were just a Doraisa world, they could live happily ever after. But it's not just a Doraisa world. The rabbis have their say. They have the rabbinic overlay. And they said, once you do mimer with the first, that's significant. The second one is locked out. Now he went and slept with her. And therefore, even though Midoraisa, that would work for even Midorabanan, they call that a Be'ila Psula, an invalid sleeping together. And that being the case, they will like disallow and unrecognize, if you will, that marriage. So there's no Yibam that happened. Even Midoraisa, there is a Yibam, Midorabanan, 
it hasn't happened, or they're disallowing it, they're not recognizing it. And that being the case, Midoraisa no chalitza is required anymore because Yibam is kicked in. And that should be really the, the, the end of it. But Midorabanan, there's no possibility of Yibam anymore. We don't recognize the Yibam that, the Doraisa Yibam that happened between Rachel, between Leah and Shimon. And therefore, um, both of these women are going to need to get, for starters, Rachel need to get Midorabanan to resolve her mimer. Leah will need to get Midoraisa because she's actually Taka married Midoraisa to Shimon through the act of Ibn. But we're not letting it happen, so we're breaking them up. So two Gitan are required. But after that's done, still, since the rabbis are calling that Be'ila, Be'ila Psula, an invalid um, sleeping together, so that being the case, the Zika is still persisting in the eyes of the rabbis, so to speak. We haven't resolved it. The Mimer didn't resolve the Zika. And the sleeping with Leah after that didn't work because the rabbis are calling it psula. So therefore you have to do another chalitza with either Rachel or Leah to resolve the zika, at least on a rabbinic level. That's what the Mishnah says here. Tzrichos shnei gitin v'chalitza. You need to give a get to both of these women. Rachel for the Durabanan Mimer, Leah for the Oraisa Be'ila, and then again the chalitza, since we're not calling the count that Be'ila is nothing. Finally, you have case 1D, which is Maimer to Rachel, Bazu, Vachalat Lazu. Then he gives Chalitza to Leah. So now, let's just think that through for a second. Midoraisa, the Maimer did nothing. The Chalitza resolved the Zika. So everyone can go home. Nothing's left on the table to resolve. But Midorabanan, since we're taking that initial Maimer seriously, as if it's like a half marriage, a betrothal, so then that means that even though the Chalitza was was effective in resolving the Yibam situation, the Zika, still the first woman requires a get. Rachel requires a get to resolve the Mimer. That's all rabbinic in nature. And that's what the Mishnah says here. Harishona Tzricha get. The first woman who got that Mimer, Rachel in her case, needs a get. Okay, so that was case 1, A, B, C, and D. Now we'll go to cases 2, A, B, C, and D, and that's the end of our Mishnah here when we get to the end of that. So case 2 of the four is that you first give a get. Shimon first gives a get to Rachel, and then after that, in 2A, he gives another get to Leah. 2B, he is Boel Leah. 2C, he gives Maimar to Leah. And 2D, he does Chalitza to Leah. So let's go through one at a time. Mishnah says, get Lazu. Now he gives a get first to the Shemer's Yavam Rachel, the widow who's waiting for Ibn or Chalitza. So it gets like the wrong move. It gets crazy. But anyways, Chazal, I recognize the get as being significant. Significant enough, again, I'll remind you from yesterday's or previous Mishnah that we're talking about that it, it A, makes him as if he married and divorced her so he can never marry her relatives. And B, it makes it like he's like half Chalutz, half half uh, severed at the relationship with Chalitza, Ke'ilu, meaning that the Isser of Lo Yivna, of now going and marrying her, or the other any other widows kicks in at least rabbinically he can't marry them anymore at all. That being the case, but give uh, so we analyze like first the Doraisa and Zerubban like the previous. So get Lazu a get Lazu. He gives a get first to Rachel and then to Leah. So giving the get and to each of them on a Doraisa level, meaningless, no impact. Zika still exists and needs now a Chalitza or Yibum. But the Rabbanan we're saying once you give a get to one, it locks out everybody because of Lo Yivne. He's chosen, like so to speak, not to get married, and therefore Yibam's off the table. You left with Chalitza, and therefore you'll need to do a Chalitza still with one of them, either Rachel, it doesn't matter which, and uh, that'll be it. And that's what the Mishnah says. 
Tzrichos Hemenu Chalitza. These women, one of them needs a Chalitza, doesn't matter which one. And that will solve both of them. The second case, 2b. Get Lazu, he gives a get to Rachel. Uva Lazu, and then he sleeps with Leah. So on a Darius level, the gets meaningless. The Be'ila would be the Yibum, and they should be married and live happily ever after. But rabbinically, we're saying the Yibum was a Be'ila Psula. We're not letting that happen, because since he gave a get to the first woman, the second woman is locked out. We're in Lo Yivna territory, Medurabanan. And that being the case, um, Doraisa, they're married. Durabanan, they're not. And more than that, they haven't resolved the Zeke in the first place. And therefore, Tzricha get. First, he'll need to give a get to Leah. That's a get midoraisa to dissolve their marriage, because they're actually really married. You know, she's an Ashes ish, full blown. If someone sleeps there now, it's it's, it's it would be catastrophic, right? Adultery. But then on top so he forced the get to divorce them, because they're obviously they won't let them get married. But then Vachalitza, we still need a Chalitza rabbinically, even though the Raisa Yibn was done, rabbis are like discounting it, and therefore another Chalitza is required. That Chalitza could go either to Rachel or to Leah. Case number two C. Get Lazu, again, he gives the get to the first woman, Rachel, Umamar Bazu, and he gives Mimer, the ring, to Leah, the second one. So again, the, the Midoraisa, neither get nor Mimer has any significance whatsoever, and therefore we're just still at square one, requiring Yibm or Chalitza. But Midorabanan, we're saying once you give a get, you're in the Yibna territory, no more Yibm's happening, only Chalitza's. So, Chalitza's still required, of course, um, but more than that, since he gave Mimer to the first woman, Excuse me, since he gave Mimer to the second woman, Leah, the only way to undo the Mimer, which is like a quasi-betrothal, is to give a get. So he had to first give a get to the second woman who got the Mimer, and then still after that, give a chalita to one of these two women to free them from their Zika Medoraisa. And that's what the Mishnah says. Tzricha get, the second woman, Leah, needs a get to undo her Mimer, rabbinically. The chalita, and then still we need a chalita to be done, um, that's a Dorais requirement to get rid of the Zika, and again, Yivn was off the table because of Lo Yivne, because of the Get. Finally, case 2D, Get Lazu, he gives a Get to Rachel, Vachalat Lazu, and then it is Chalitza with the second woman, Leah. So, on a Doraisa level, the Get does nothing, but the Chalitza resolves everything, and that's, have a nice day. Medurabana and the Get puts Lo Yivne in, in place, and he'll never be able to marry the first woman, Rachel's relatives, but doesn't yet restrict Yibim from happening, and since Yibim didn't happen, but Chalitza did happen, everything is totally resolved on a Darius and Durabana level, and that's what the Mishnah says, Ein achar Chalitza klum, there's nothing more that needs to be done after Chalitza, and the truth is the words actually mean that nothing can be done, because they're going like Rabbi Akiva, as I explained in the previous Mishnah, I don't want to muddy the waters a second time, it's confusing, let's keep it simple for right now, we don't need that, and we'll simply say that once the Chalitza is done, as we said in the previous Mishnah, then nothing can happen, and nothing needs to happen,